Thank you for tuning in to the Lakewood Grace Podcast. We're a church in Lakewood, Washington, and whether you're listening from around the corner or from around the world, we're glad that you're here. We hope this sermon equips you to be the Christian the world needs today. If you'd like to learn more about us, head on over to lakewoodgrace.com. And now, for this week's sermon. Well, good morning, friends. Thank you for joining us. Hey, we've made it to the fifth commandment today, and if, I'm, and if my math is correct, that puts us about halfway, and things shift now. Uh, for the commandments one through four deal with our relationship with God. Now, the rest of the commandments uh, deal with our relationships with one another. So there's kind of two parts to the Ten Commandments. Part one is, is our right relationship with God. Uh, there are no other gods before or beside him, no idols. We honor God's name. We remember from last week, we beware of the Sabbath. And now the commandments shift. It's no longer between us and God. It's between each other now. Now, here's an inescapable truth. The way we treat other people is deeply rooted in how we obey the first four commandments. You want to treat other people well? Well, it starts with proper worship. John Calvin said, Worship of God is the beginning and foundation of righteousness. If you love God, you love people. And loving people is what happens when you worship God. So we get our vertical relationship right, right? That's part one. And then we're set up for part two, a right relationship with others. Now notice where the right relationship with others begins. And I'm going to read our text now. So hear now the word of the Lord to you and to me out of Deuteronomy chapter 5. And I'm going to start, we start every week with with verse 6. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Now I'm skipping over to verse 16. Here's uh, Here's where things shift. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Part two begins with a right relationship with others. And where does this right relationship with others begin? In the home. It starts now with a right relationship with God, okay? So we're going to backtrack a little bit. It starts with the right relationship with God. It's, it's from there that right relationship with God permeates our home with the commandment to honor your father and your mother. And from this dynamic of love and respect in the home, society at large is blessed. Think of it, think of it like an hourglass, okay? A shape that goes like this. Now, at the bottom, at the base of the shape, is, is the first four commandments. No other gods. And then we go up a little bit. No idols. We honor the name of God. We honor the Sabbath. And, and right here, right here, is where we're told to honor our father and our mother. And from this commandment, everything else flows. Everything else is blessed from this commandment. Here's a truth. The greatest foundation for any society is a home that worships God and by extension of that worship, loves one another. We were created in God's image, male and female, different and equal, unalike, and yet made to complement and complete one another in the bond of marriage, each carrying the unique traits and gifts that each gender brings. And this union, God's word tells us that this union is the foundation for a good and just society. 
the way we treat others begins in the home. Honor your father and your mother. Now, we often think that this is a commandment given just to the kids, right? And in a sense, it is, especially my kids. But when Deuteronomy tells us that Moses gathered all Israel to hear the commandments, it's kind of like he called a congregational meeting, right? Now, the congregation is invited, but the business is handled between adults. So this commandment is given, listen, first to adults with aging parents in their home. Hmm. Here's how the commandment begins. Here's a reading from the Hebrew. Make heavy. Make heavy your father and your mother. Make heavy. I love Hebrew. Now, in case you tend to take things literally, this is not a command to comment on the physical weight of your parents. Don't ever do that. God is saying, though, you are not to take your parents lightly. You are to honor them. Now, let's look at this in context. Kids are certainly under this command. It's implied there for them, but this was given to adults who have generations of parents in the household, in one household, who contribute less and less as they age. Now, unlike America today, entire generations lived together then, and and, and in some parts of the world, they still do. And, And entire generations living under one household was considered one home. The eldest male was the head of the household, but as generations aged, older folks couldn't work in the field like they could. They couldn't produce like they could, and yet they consumed food and they consumed resources just as they did before. They're contributing less, but they're, but they're consuming either as much as before or, or far more. Far, they're contributing less, but they're consuming much more. Now, in purely economical terms, they were considered a burden, perhaps worthy of being taken lightly. Now, given this reality, it would be easy to despise those in the home who don't produce but still consume. God's God's economy, however, doesn't operate as ours does, giving value to the greatest producer. We are commanded to honor not only our mother and our father, but taken in a larger context to honor even the least of these, as Jesus would later say. Because, ready? Every life counts. No matter who can contribute what, every life is given the right to be treated with dignity, honor, and weight. No person is meant to be taken lightly. Now, where is this taught and and where does this begin? It begins in the home. And the home is where faith is learned and modeled. It is where we practice forgiveness. It's where we practice mercy and grace. We learn how to argue well. We learn how to fight and make up, how to live with people who are like you and how to live with people who are nothing like you. How to live with people you can't get away from. The home is where we learn obedience, respect for authority, where we practice healthy boundaries. And this all begins with the right worship and after right worship, 
respect for others happens. So no matter how old you are, no matter how old your parents are, we are commanded to honor them, to value them, to respect them, care for them, and not take them lightly. Now, parents, parents, this doesn't leave us off the hook. There, there are two sides to this commandment. Parents, we have a responsibility to our children, no matter how young or how old they are. In Ephesians 6, Paul uh, quotes this commandment. Ephesians 6, 1-4 says this, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, Paul said, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, Paul says, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Someone once said, children are great imitators, so give them something great to imitate. Parents, it's your job, parents, to teach your kids the faith, to model it to them. Don't burden them, but bring them up in the ways of the Lord. Parents, parents, listen, love your parents. If your folks are still around, parents, model to your kids how you care for your parents. Model to them respect, love, and dignity because as they age, you are modeling to them the way they will care for you. How you care for your parents as they age, watch out how you do that so that when you're aging and you can't contribute like you could when you were younger, your example of how you honored your parents is passed on now to your children. Parents, if your parents are still living, the way you're treating them now is how you can expect your kids to treat you. Don't take them lightly. Paul said that this is the only commandment with a promise. Honor your father and your mother that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Now, there are many reasons to obey this commandment. Colossians 3.20, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. There are a lot of reasons to obey this commandment, but God says this one is in our best interest to keep. Honor your parents so that you may live long in the land. Translation here, honor your parents and you receive a blessing. This is the only commandment with a promise. God is saying, look, trust me here. You, you care for the caregivers and I will bless you for doing that. You care for those who can't care for themselves any longer and I will lay blessings on you. You teach a younger generation how to care for an aging one, and I will bless you through how they care for you. You care for the least of these, I care for you. There is a blessing for obeying this commandment. Throughout Scripture, though, there's also a warning. Did you know that, that there is a curse for disobeying this commandment? Some of the most frightening curses in the Bible are reserved for children who rebel against their parents. Deuteronomy 21, if a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother and 
though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him, bring him out to the elders of the city at the gate and of the place where he lives, and they shall say to the elders of this city, this our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall purge the evil from your midst and all Israel shall hear and fear. <laughs> Whoa, right? Deuteronomy 27, cursed be anyone who dishonors his father or his mother and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. Kids, listen to Exodus 21 and Leviticus 20. Whoever curses his father and mother shall be put to death. God's word is clear here. Obey and be blessed. Take your parents lightly and suffer the consequences. Wow. So there's, there's a blessing and there's a curse. Now let's get into the gray area here, okay? What if the relationship with your parents wasn't or isn't great? What if your parents, if, if you were fortunate enough to have both parents, what if they were less than an ideal example to learn from? How do you honor the people you are commanded to honor who aren't worthy of it? How do you honor those who have harmed, abused, or neglected you? Now, I looked for a clause out of this commandment. I looked for an asterisk because this sounds like, this sounds like a fair uh, reason to not obey this, but, but I found no footnote and I found no loophole in God's word. We're not given an out from this commandment. You honor God and you honor your parents by not hurting back. You honor God and you honor others by breaking the cycle of abuse that you were part of. You honor God and you honor them, those who hurt you, by trusting that God understands your pain, understands your rejection, understands your anger. And, and you put all your trust and this God who is a redeemer. I love the Heidelberg Catechism, and I love that it's part of our Reformed heritage. Question 104 asks this, what is God's will for you in the fifth commandment? Here's the answer, that I honor, love, and be loyal to my father and mother and all those in authority over me that I submit myself with proper obedience to all their good teachings and discipline. Here's what I love about what the Heidelberg Catechism says. Listen to this. And also that I be patient with their failings. For through them, God chooses to rule us. We honor them, we love them, and we're patient with their failings. Now, I read this, and I, and I thought, how appropriate for where we are right now. And I'm going to take a time out here, a sidebar, if you will, um, because maybe I'm not the only one in this boat. Now, during this whole pandemic thing, I'm home a lot with the kids, and maybe you are too, and you're struggling. And, and maybe, like me, you've had moments where you sit down at the end of the day and you go, I have not been the best parent today. Sometimes I'm edgy, I'm, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm spending sometimes my energy trying not to blow up, and, and I'm not okay right now, right? Uh, we talked about that last week. And if you're like me, welcome. <laughs> this season so far for me is filled with joys. There are blessings in it, but it's also filled with shortcomings and 
failings and hope and frustration. And I feel like I'm doing the best that I can right now, and, but I know I'm not the only parent who's in this boat. So if you're a parent and you're having a hard time parenting right now, we're going to trust that God is also patient with our failings. We're going to ask forgiveness when necessary to God and the people we've hurt. We're going to receive grace and we're going to trust that God is still calling us to lead our families well with dignity, with love, with integrity through this temporary setback. So if you are a parent and you are at the end of your rope, I feel you. I'm one of you right now. And we're going to trust that the God of all mercy is patient with our failings. And we will continue to have hope because this too shall pass. So how do you honor less than perfect parents? Well, you choose to extend the forgiveness of Jesus Christ and you choose to demonstrate the mercy of Jesus Christ by not harming back. What you're not allowed to do is continue that cycle of harm to another generation. How do we break that cycle? Well, we trust that God is our Redeemer. We choose forgiveness and mercy, and we refuse to repeat what has been done. All right. We kind of got heavy there for a second, did we? All right. I'm going to close with this, friends. Kids, kids, little kids, listen to your parents. Be respectful. Do what they do the first time. Luke, listen to your parents so that you may be blessed. God's word, I'm speaking to our little kids right now, says that there's a blessing for you when you listen to your parents. Preteens, all right? Recognize that your parents aren't as out of touch as you think they are. Respect their experience. Talk with them. Give them the benefit of the doubt and know that they're trying to prepare you to handle the people who can harm you physically and spiritually. Listen to your parents and be blessed to our teens. Listen, I want you to look at the example that Jesus set. Now, some of you may think you know more than your parents, but the only person who actually did was, was Jesus and the young Jesus we find in the Bible is, is, is one who respected and honored his mom and dad, even though they were sinful, even though he was God in the flesh. So I want you to follow his example. Honor your parents so that you may be blessed in the hardest phase of growing up. Young adults, seek your parents' guidance. Honor your mom, honor your dad, and receive God's blessing. Older adults, listen, honor care and respect and model to your children how you want to be taken care of when you're in your parents' position. And when the time comes, may you be blessed in how you are cared for. Now, maybe things weren't perfect for you. Your upbringing or the way you brought up your kids, maybe you wish you could have a do-over. Wherever you find yourself, my encouragement to you is to look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And I want you to know that your story is not over yet, and it is being perfected 
in Jesus Christ. We hope in that. So friends, may you not take your parents lightly. May you take no person lightly. Parents, hang in there. The best is yet to come. Children, honor your parents. Adults, honor your parents. Do not take them lightly. And may God heap his blessings on you. Let's take a moment now to pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that you call us to honor our mother and our father. We thank you, God, that you call us to not take anyone lightly. And so, God, give us the strength, give us the wisdom, give us the integrity, give us the patience to do this. Lord, we confess to you that at times we choose to take people lightly. And God, this, this commandment speaks against that. So help us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that through the hope and promise of Jesus Christ, the best is yet to come. God, we look forward to the day when we can gather again. Until then, Lord, we pray for a cure. We pray for patience. We pray for understanding. And we thank you, God, for grace the grace that we have received from you. And Lord, let us offer that same forgiveness and grace to others. Lord, help us honor the people you call us to honor. We thank you and we love you. And we pray these things in Jesus Christ and all of God's people said, amen. Thank you for tuning in, friends. We'll see you here next week. Thank you again for listening to the Lake of Grace podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and then head on over to lakewoodgrace.com slash connect where you'll find a link to contact us or you can fill out a communication card. Have a wonderful week. God bless.